three, two, one. What's up, Win Daily Sports family? Your host is back, Andrew Erickson. You can find me on Twitter at Andrew Erickson underscore. And I am joined by the 100K man himself, Javi. What's up, my man? Uh, you know, we were just uh, we we're just talking about it. I uh, made a, a deal with my fiance for a massage chair, and it got delivered and set up today. So I'm actually uh, doing this podcast from a, my new massage chair. Just to brag a little bit, so. Gotta love it. Gotta love <laughs> <I'm great. laughs> it. Gotta love it for sure. Humble brag. So, and I guess I guess you know, you know what the people are going to be talking about is you know. Javi, are you going to be watching the Super Bowl in this new massage chair, or you know, as some you know, some DFS sites are labeling as the the big game? Yeah, I listen. To be honest, I'm not going to play as much. I'm not a a big fan of showdowns. Uh, you know, I hit two first place showdowns uh, on FanDuel this year. It's just playing it, you know, casually here and there, and uh, I don't I don't think I'm going to do it. I don't. It's not my favorite thing to do, but uh, for the Super Bowl, watching it from the massage chair, yeah, probably. Invite some friends over. They got to come over to me this year. so <laughs> Awesome. Then, you know, they got to get some of that massage chair action for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, but talking about the Super Bowl, so obviously there are going to be a lot of people, you know, playing DFS, you know, whether it's Showdown on DraftKings or FanDuel, and then also mm-hmm. people just attacking it from a betting standpoint. So I thought we could walk through a couple things here just i want to kind of get your thoughts just overall kind of on the matchup in the game itself um mm-hmm. and then you can kind of use this information for whatever outlet that you find that you're going to play whether it's player props whether it's dfs whether it's sports betting so hopefully the audience can take away some some good information from from the pod so my first thing is so a lot of times at the super bowl we we have all these narratives um especially due to the fact that we have a two-week buildup, um, and usually there's not that much to talk about. So, like, you hear about basically every single narrative where it's like, oh, did you know that Patrick Mahomes, like, went on vacation against in San Francisco when he was, like, six years old? Like, like a bunch of really ridiculous things come out. And I wasn't sure, you know, I wanted to get your thoughts on it, obviously just absorbing the media. And is there an overrated narrative that – going into the Super Bowl that everyone's talking about that you're like, okay, like I think this is really getting way overblown. I know when I think about that, I think about the whole Garoppolo thing where it's just like, oh, well, he only throws like eight times a game. Um, I'm not sure if there's another narrative that you kind of think that's just like really being overblown going into this game. Yeah, I, I think that Garoppolo throwing is is one narrative to basically that is overrated in my opinion. Yeah, he's, you know... Oh, he's going to throw under 10 times. He's not going to win the Super Bowl. I know defense wins championships and all that, but he's not going to win uh, this championship or the Super Bowl, I should say, if he's going to throw under 10 times. It's just not going to happen in my opinion. I think this is the 49ers' first real test in the playoffs, and the last five weeks of the season, I was not impressed with their defense. Yeah, maybe because they're healthier now with Quan Alexander and everybody back, but for me it's just like, you know, the narrative of defense wins championships, I think that's the overrated narrative here. I, I truly do believe that, but I don't think the 49ers have that good of a defense, just being blunt. And I think Mahomes could pass all over them. So that's what I'm going to go with. Interesting. Uh, and I, I like that you said that the 49ers haven't really been tested, but I feel like I could kind of argue the same way with the Chiefs. I mean, they beat the Texans and they beat the Titans. So I don't know. We're gonna, I guess we're going to see two teams that have kind of really not faced someone up to the skill level of their next opponent um, in this game. 
So, and then looking at storylines, so is there an underrated storyline that you want to talk about in this game? Whether it be some player that really no one's talking about as someone's like, hey, I think this guy can make some noise, or just something that, you know, that's easily identifiable, or maybe not easily identifiable, but something kind of underlying that you might be able to use as some cool information. Yeah, I guess for storyline, it's it's just Patrick Mahomes and and Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, they haven't been in this big game before, and the whole thing about you know Tom Brady wished Jimmy Garoppolo good luck, so now he's got the goat on his side and all that. I don't know, man. It's it's tough to say. I I understand everybody's picking the 49ers for the most part. I I just think that people counting out the Chiefs are just it's you know it's basically a pick 'em game right now. I think it's one and a half point spread, and people are like, oh, if it goes to three for the Chiefs, I'm picking the 49ers for sure. I'm like. Yeah, I think I think the Chiefs can win by over ten. Personally, the way Mahomes is playing and the way their defense looks, um, you know, I understand they're a bottom ranked defense in the league and whatnot. But um, l- look at them the last five weeks of the season plus the playoffs. And they talked about Henry running all over the Chiefs, and he didn't do that. You know, uh, they were they were behind, and then they went to um, Ryan Tannehill to win the game, and he he couldn't do it. Uh, I think it's going to be the same runaround here with, with the Chiefs against the, the 49ers. I think it's going to be in Garoppolo's hands, and I don't think he can do it personally. So, All right, there we go. We got the we got Javi on the Chiefs. I'm personally on the 49ers. Uh, so, so I'm obviously, I guess, I, guess I'm on the, <laughs> I guess I'm on the chalk. Um, but I, I don't know. I've, I've talked to a lot of different people about you know the game, and it's been definitely a mixed uh, amounts of – People going. I, I wouldn't say it's like, you know everyone's on the the Forty Niners over the Chiefs, but I guess for me, I try to like you know simplify the process and just I look at it as I think that the Forty ers as a team are a better overall team together. But I think that the Chiefs have the best player in Matt Patrick Mahomes. But in in the past, you know when this has happened, you know it's usually the team that has the best team that wins, not the guy that has the not the team that has the best player. Um, that ends up winning. I think ultimately, I, I think ultimately, Mahomes is going to put up stats, kind of regardless. You know whether it's in catch-up mode where they've obviously had to do the last two weeks, um, or just you know if the the Chiefs are going to put up points, it's going to be because of Patrick Mahomes. So that kind of leads mm-hmm. me to my next question. And if you have anything else to say, uh, you know, please retaliate against me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I think Mahomes is basically like a lock in DFS. Like I don't see a really ready way to get around him because in either there's I, I just don't see a game script where unless he gets injured where he doesn't throw at least like thirty to thirty five times and for two hundred three hundred passing yards at least two touchdowns. Yeah, no, I, I think you're right. Um, Mahomes has got to be in every lineup. Uh, whether he's in your captain, in your MVP slot. So I'll talk about FanDuel. He's got to be in your MVP slot or your flex spot, hands down. Uh, in DraftKings, I think as well. He's the best player. He's the best offensive player, and I think he's going to throw two, three, four touchdowns. So um, personally, it's 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 a lock with Mahomes. So. Yeah, no, it makes me think back because it's like, you know, you think back to just two years ago when we had a shootout when it was the Patriots and the Eagles and Brady mm-hmm. threw for like 500 yards. And mm-hmm. they st- they still ended up losing, but it mm-hmm. still didn't matter um, from a fantasy perspective. Um, that's what we're looking for is for, or for is for points. I think that it's really hard to get away from Mahomes um, yeah. really in any game scenario because he he's either going to be he's either going to get them the lead 
or he's going to mm-hmm. be driving the team to try and get the lead back. Um, yeah. So I, I see him throwing for a lot of yardage in this game and a lot of touchdowns, despite the matchup um, against a, a better pass defense. I still think that it doesn't really, really matter for a guy like Patrick Mahomes. Now, yeah. is there any player that, you know, obviously we're limited to the amount of player exposure we get on this type of, in this one game, is there anyone that you're really kind of like off of kind of totally that you're like, I know that Sammy Watkins, for example, could be pretty popular based on his big week last week. But I mean, I looked at Sammy Watkins game logs and like he basically had more catches and targets in this past game than he had in his past three games combined. Yeah. Yeah. So Sammy Watkins, I'll have him in a few just because you have to have him. Uh, again, I'm not doing that much because I'm not a fan of Showdown. I'll probably do, you know, 20 lineups each site. I'll have Watkins in a fair share. I, I don't know if it's a sign of things to come, but he hasn't put that kind of number since week one, basically, of the NFL season. So he's he's somebody that I'm going to fade for the most part. I, I don't believe in him. And even though the Chiefs defense has been, um, you know, their pass defense has been much better. Um, they're one of the top pass defenses in the league, even though they're one of the worst rush defenses, which is ironic. Um, I, I still think that Emmanuel Sanders and Debo Samuel, they're going to be um, some targets. as They're going to get some targets. I think, like I said, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to have to throw to beat the Chiefs. So uh, I think my fade, for the most part, is going to be Mostert. Yeah, I don't I – don't, I think he's going to put up – he'll score a touchdown probably, which will you know, make it go up. But he's going to be super-duper chalky. And I think the the Chiefs can shut him down like they did uh, Derrick Henry for the most part. So Raheem Mostert, yeah, it's actually interesting. I was looking at, at a lot of player props for the first touchdown. Uh, basically, what I was looking at was, you know, I looked at the Chiefs, and basically in their last three playoff games, the Chiefs have fallen down double digit points in their last three playoff games that they've played. Um, and the 49ers have been one of the best teams in terms of scoring first. Um, in the first quarter, they've scored like over a touchdown on average per game um, in the first quarter. And they obviously and they led the NFL in rushing touchdowns. So I was basically just trying to look around for other props outside of Mostert and looking at rushing touchdowns. Um, and there's some pretty interesting ones you can get, um, you know, whether it's the DraftKings uh, Sportsbook or some other ones. But I was looking at, like, and obviously, like, you also have a lot of mystery surrounding Tevin Coleman's injury. You know, if Jeff Wilson is active in this game, which he's usually not, like, I would not be surprised at all to see Kyle Shanahan deploy Jeff Wilson as, like, the primary red zone running back, um, as the goal line running back that he's done in the past. Yeah. No, I I think you're right. Um, The the problem with Jeff Wilson is Matt Breed is still there, so... um, I mean, I, I think Matt Breida personally is on the on the crap list. I don't know if I can say shit list on here. So you can edit it afterwards. Uh, with but... da- Dante Pettis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, just the fumble. You know, he got garbage time in the, the first playoff game. And, um, you know, he fumbled at the end, like, with two minutes left. And I, I just think that's just not – it's, it, he's not going to trust him in the big point. So it's, it's just a matter of th- whether Tevin Coleman plays. Um, if Jeff Wilson does suit up, I'm not going to do it. The, the sneaky guy I'm going to do is Juszczyk. I think he's bound to score a touchdown. I think the prop is uh, – is, it's in the favor of him to score. I could be wrong, though. I, I haven't looked at it too much. So. 
Yeah, no, actually, Juszczyk is interesting because the, the the Chiefs' defense is actually particularly bad against pass-catching running backs, and Juszczyk actually, like, leads the 49ers in receiving yards at running back. Like, it's crazy. Despite him missing a bunch of games, he also has, like, a bunch of red zone targets. So, I mean, Kyle Juszczyk's scoring is not, like... Of course, it's probably going to happen because that's just what happens in the Super Bowl and weird stuff. Jeff Fullbacks yeah. is going to score, and then everyone's going to be like, oh, like, who had that guy? Like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you. Uh, like, yeah, no, it's, his name? It's, it's the truth. <laughs> Juice it. Juice it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, oh, man, that, that's, that's probably going to happen. Um, but, yeah, so talking about any types of prop bets, so we just we touched upon one there. Um I'm not sure how much you kind of dive into that hobby at all. I'm not sure if there's one that you've heard about that you've kind of been particularly interested in, or are you just going to go with uh, your gut on the uh, the color of the Gatorade? <laughs> no, I'm going to go actually with uh, the national anthem, Demi Lovato. I'm going to go with the under two minutes. That's, uh, okay. that's, the, that's the one I feel good about, you know, just looking at her past national anthem. She, she usually is. I think the last one she was over two minutes. But uh, I'm going to go with the under on that one and, uh, you know, put me down for 100 bucks or 100 points. <laughs> All right, guys, you heard it yeah. here first. You heard it here on the Win Daily Sports Podcast. You know, about to take the under on the national anthem. But, hey, that's great stuff. I, I was really not sure which way I was going to sway. Um, but I know a couple other cool prop bets are the ones where it sinks. You can get pretty good money on or pretty good odds on under the shortest touchdown score. So it's like, like one and a half. Um, and with the new rules with pass interference, you know, especially that you can challenge it now, there's a lot more plays that happen on the one yard line. And I don't know if the odds have reflected that. So I think that taking the under on the shortest touchdown or shortest play um, at one and a half, I think that's really good odds um, for you guys that are making some prop bets. So, and then last thing as well. So just kind of talking about, you know, hey, I, I'm kind of new to DFS. I, I see all the Super Bowl stuff. You know, I want to play. What would you kind of recommend to someone? Be like, hey, okay, like, so if you're going to play a, a showdown lineup, like, how do you kind of, like, communicate to them, hey, like, this is kind of, like, a good strategy to kind of go with it. Um, just, like, a general outline of, like, hey, just don't play, like, necessarily, like, you know, don't play two quarterbacks or, you know, how should someone construct a lineup that they can feel like, okay, like I feel good about this, this lineup going in. Yeah. Uh, so I think my advice is number one is don't fade Patrick Mahomes. Don't be cute. You're, you're going to waste money by not putting him. I know I understand injuries can happen, but it's the Super Bowl. If he gets banged down, unless he gets concussed or whatever, he's going to stay in there. Um, so don't fade Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I also think that you should put Jimmy Garoppolo in your lineups I think it's also safe. So going the double quarterback route could work out. And it, it leaves you uh, not much salary to work with, but that's where you can mix and match. So uh, just make sure to, to include both quarterbacks. That's that's my main advice. Um, and, and honestly, it's a showdown. It's a lot of its luck because you never know. Somebody's going to have a bunch of huge check and he's going to score two touchdowns, <laughs> you know? never know. So uh, I'd say play light. You know, I always recommend don't do cash line cash games with um, showdowns or two game or three game slates. It's just not recommended in the industry, and I don't recommend it. So it's um, you know, if you're gonna do smaller tournaments, which I always recommend with contest selection, get both quarterbacks in your lineups. I think it's the safest bet. So. Awesome. 
I like that. And then should you, in terms of, uh, is it better to go with like an even split? So do I do three 49ers and three Chiefs players? Or if I think, hey, the Chiefs are going to win, should I just go heavy on Chiefs? And then, oh, hey, I think the 49ers are going to win. Should go heavy on 49ers? Or does it really just kind of not matter to you? Uh, I mean, for me, yeah, for me, I mean, it's, again, it's all luck. But I think, um, you know, for for Mahomes, um and the Kansas Saints, since they're going to win, I'd say go uh, minimum two Chiefs, um, and I think max is three, and I'd, I'd put two 49ers. I mean, you can, again, if you think the Chiefs are going to put up 42 points and the Niners are going to put 14, then go four Chiefs, fine. But, I mean, honestly, go with go with your gut on this. Um, you know, all the different pros can can give you, the, you know, the best lineups to go with, but honestly – um, with this showdown, with the Super Bowl, it's go with your gut. You know, if you feel like Nicole Hardman or Demarcus Robinson are going to score two touchdowns, don't be ashamed. You know, put put Mahomes at MVP and put one of those two guys in there and in, in your lineup. You know, you know, just be different and and go with your gut. I love it, love it, man. Um, <laughs> cool, cool, cool. So, and one last thing I actually wanted to note too. This was something I was I actually heard on another podcast about because so I've had a lot of trouble trying to figure out like which receivers I want to play because like there's a lot of like you know overlap. So you have like the McCole Hardmans of the world, then you have Debo, and you have Emmanuel Sanders, and you have Tyreek Hill. So it's like you're really trying to pick point like where where's the touchdown equity going to go outside of like the running back position because. At least with the Chiefs, I feel pretty confident with Damian Williams. I would say that he's the guy that I would probably try to lock in um, in a lot of my MVP spots um, alongside Mahomes. That way I can really try to kind of target in that touchdown equity that I think that Mm -hmm. Kansas City is ultimately going to score. Um, But it's been the receivers that I'm like having trouble trying to figure out. And I think that it's worth investigating is so the 49ers ran the second most zone defense this season. Um, and the team that actually ran the most was the the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. So a team yeah. that's played the Chiefs twice this year, and I'm just looking at the box scores real quick about, you know, which Chiefs players kind of, like, put up the best numbers. And in both cases, you saw some decent numbers from the running back position. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Damian Williams had four catches. He also had, a you know, a lot of rushing yards in one of his games. He had four catches for 30 yards. Um, and then in an earlier game when LaShawn McCoy was, like, still a thing, he had four catches for 28 yards. Um, Travis Kelsey had a bigger game in one of the games. He had 92 receiving yards and one touchdown. Uh, Tyreek Hill was, like, mim- uh, Tyreek Hill was minimized, but that was one of the games that was really weird because it was in Mexico City. So, mm-hmm. actually, Hill got hurt in that game. So, it's hard for me to say, oh, well, Hill's going to do great against cover or uh, zone coverage. But I, I, I will say one note is that I think that, don't be afraid of – I think Damian Williams could be a factor in the passing game. So I think that he's a really good guy to pair with, like you had said, Mahomes. I think that pairing mm-hmm. Damian Williams with Mahomes is um, a good way to really touch – you know, get in that Chiefs touchdown equity. Definitely. Definitely. I agree. Awesome. Lock it in. <laughs> Lock it in. Awesome. All right, Javi. So before we go, um, I just wanted to give you the chance to share – um, I know you wrote a, a really nice post that I got to, I got the chance to read, um, you know, referring to to what happened with Kobe Bryant, and I wasn't sure if you wanted to just kind of share um, a little bit of what you said um, for those mm-hmm. listeners that didn't didn't get a chance to check out the whole post. Yeah, so so really, it, it boils down to, and I, I can't take all the credit. Uh, Zach, who goes by Puck Picks on uh, Twitter, 
Um, you know, he basically his his one liner for me, uh, based off my article, it's you know, don't sweat the small things. Don't it's it's not life's too short to hold grudges. Um, really, in a blink of an eye, you never know when something's going to happen. Um, so with your loved ones, cherish every moment, um, you know, as if it's the last, as, as sad as that sounds, it's the truth. Cause you never know that, you know, my biggest fear in life is that I wake up one day and I get a call from somebody that, you know, my parents got in a car accident or my dad didn't wake up. He had a massive heart attack. Anything can happen. So I always make sure to, especially more now is that, you know, stay positive end everything on a positive note. Don't go to bed angry with, with a family member, with a loved one and, and cherish, cherish every time that you have with them, um, as if it's the last. So, uh, that's really what it boils down to. Um, you know, the Kobe Bryant stuff, it, it was, it, it hit me, you know, uh, these kind of things don't really affect me, an athlete passing away, but this one hit me. It was similar to like the Jose Fernandez one in Miami when I was in Miami and a big Marlins fan. So it's like, you know, with, with a blink of the eye, you never know what's going to happen. Yep, that's why you got to cherish these moments. Uh, I cherish the moments that we get to share on the podcast, Javi. And this has been a lot of fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to continuing doing these in the off season, where we're going to talk some more basketball, and you know, maybe we we'll even talk some uh, XFL. Just got to get the approval from Phil. So yeah, yeah, let's make it happen, man. I always enjoy uh, working with you. So awesome. we'll, we'll be back. Cool, cool. All right, guys. So make sure you go build some DFS up lineups. And build them with your loved ones. You know, hey, you know, if you can't build a winner, maybe you can build a winner with the team. You use your girlfriend, your wife, your best friend, your cousin, your uncle. I hear that uncles are pretty good at DFS. At least that one on that DraftKings commercial was pretty good. Um, that one uncle that was like, yeah, no, this is who you want to play. So um, thanks again for listening, guys. Uh, again, you're checking out the Win Daily Sports Podcast. Check out all the articles, all the content, and check out the Discord chat. We're going to be picking winners all week long. Thanks for listening.